Welcome to Own Your Own Stuff, the way back to connecting with partners, coworkers, family, and community. Featuring your host, Jane Donovan. Do you really know the truth? Owning your own stuff includes becoming aware of what I deem as the number one self-sabotaging behaviour in all relationships, be it with partners, friends, family or co-workers. And that behaviour is making inaccurate assumptions. Assumptions and judgment almost go hand in hand, however not quite, as there are some differences. Assumptions, it's a program that we all have and one that I feel needs some very conscious work to change. We have some kind of default setting that has us constantly jumping to conclusions. We assume so often without really thinking, or really not even giving it a moment's thought. Do we really know what was said, meant, intended or inferred? We have to guess or assume, and that often results in a decision or belief being made that ultimately may not be based in truth. Conversations these days for many are engaged in a fast-paced interactive style, which sometimes the faster the pace, the less authentic the conversation. Someone asks us a question, we jump in with a fast answer, we contribute rapidly and often talk over the top of each other, and if there's a silence, it's often felt as an awkward negative thing and that the space needs filling. This contributes so much to making inaccurate assumptions as well. And if you want proof of this, think of times that you were perhaps nervous or feeling some kind of different energy. And what happens? Somehow, silly stuff comes out your mouth. I know I've had moments in the past where I've said something that I just don't believe or mean. I end up shaking my head wondering, where did that come from? Maybe it came from being in other people's energies and not in my own. Maybe it was a triggered response. Maybe it was nervously wanting to connect or fit in. For whatever reason, this happens often in conversations. And so assumptions that are inaccurate are made either by us or by those that we are connecting with. And it's not just conversations that create inaccurate assumptions. It also happens by assuming you know someone, or what they believe, need, or are. Let's take a look at some typical assumptions made that just may not be accurate. Knowing what your partner, family member, co-worker, or friend feels, wants, or needs. Often we place ourselves with empathy and compassion into another's shoes. And then we assume that what we would want to have happen is the same as what they want to have happen. This can easily have you missing the mark in connection and supporting someone you care for in a way that they desire and need. This can also quite easily result in disconnection. We can flip this example around too for another common inaccurate assumption. What if you were believing that your partner, family or friend already know how you feel and what your wants and needs are. Have you actually told them clearly and accurately? This one can have you easily feeling resentment and hurt because they aren't supporting or connecting with you in the way that you desire. Just a side tip here, 
It's common for people to have unrealistic expectations from someone they love, which will always lead to disappointment. It's almost like setting people up to fail and expecting them to be mind readers. If you expect others to know you and understand you and your needs, then take the responsibility to educate people on this. It's your responsibility how others treat you, and this is an ongoing process to commit to so that all our relationships have realistic expectations and not just filled with inaccurate assumptions. Another example is that people share the same values, hopes and dreams. While you may have had many conversations connecting on the same path, have you checked in recently? Or are you assuming they still feel the same way? We evolve and change often, and so do others. Making the assumption that people are on the same journey as you with the same goal, it can be misleading and damaging. This is why in the working arena, regular updates of mission statements and business plans occur. Using the same tool in all your relationships will ensure the assumptions don't become damaging. Do a constant check-in on how they're feeling and sharing how you're feeling. Now, I want to give a few smaller examples of inaccurate assumptions being made that result in potentially missed opportunities. I don't think I want to date him as he already has children and he won't want any more. Do you know this? Have you asked him? Or are you making this assumption because you would make this decision if in his shoes? He may love children and would love to have more. He may love the opportunity to raise a child together, living with both parents in the same home. I've seen this one many, many times as a matchmaker. And while sometimes the assumption is correct, often it isn't. And if it isn't and you've made that assumption, have you just missed out on a potential opportunity? The key here is, if you don't know, ask. Here's another example. I would love that job. However, they have plenty of people way more experienced than me. Now, this is super common and why people miss out on a possible opportunity. You will never get an opportunity if you don't go for it and ask. This is assuming from a place of protection and a fear of rejection. The fear of rejection will have you ruling yourself out before you've even tried if you assume that you aren't good enough or worthy. Build your self-worth. Build your resilience to perceived rejection and step up and start asking for what it is you desire. If you don't show up, you will never get the chance. Here's another. My daughter is so busy that I don't want to bother her with phone calls or visits. She has so much to do and on the go all the time and, well, I don't want to get in her way. Do you know that she doesn't want to hear from you? Do you know she possibly could be sad that you don't initiate contact with her. Could your lack of initiating contact have her feeling that you don't care? What you may perceive as consideration may be perceived by another as disconnection. Rather than take action based on an assumption, talk this through first. Ask if she'd like to hear from you. Tell her you love contacting her and spending time with her and ask her what would suit her. Looking at these examples, I think you get the idea that little tiny inaccurate assumptions are made all the time, 
every day. So what if we were to change how we do this? What if we were to pause and contemplate our next contribution to a conversation or a connection? Ask yourself, do you have all the facts? Can you share your experience with another and ask them for their experience with an intention to connect with truth for each of you? Asking for another's experience or perspective will reduce the chances of misunderstandings and pave the way for a deeper level, not just of communication, but connection too. Clarifying what they have said means repeating back to them what you've heard. This step helps to ensure you both fully understand and enables the opportunity for a deeper connection and, of course, authenticity. And if necessary, it's an easier path for compromising together. So ask the questions needed, clarify the response, and then own your own stuff. This means apologising if you've made an inaccurate assumption, owning your own actions particularly if they've been hurtful to another, no matter how well-meaning, is crucial to continuing to build in the love frequency of connection. And it provides space for you both to become aware of how often perhaps inaccurate assumptions are being made. The more you run this exercise, the less assumptions you will make in every day and of course in the future. And hence, the greater you will be operating from the love frequency. Maybe some conversation starters might be useful for me to share here to help you to avoid inaccurate assumptions. So perhaps start by saying a few statements like, how do you feel about this situation? Can I share with you something that's important to me? What would you like to see have happen? What is important to you in life right now? You look unhappy or stressed or anxious, fill in the blank. Would you like to talk? How can I support you right now? Setting an intention before conversation is also a great tool to stay in alignment. And introducing your needs here can be very helpful, such as I need to vent or I need your support as an invitation for them to engage with the attention of supporting you. Assumptions almost go hand in hand with judgment. Any time that we judge another negatively, it is only ever to make ourselves feel better. Really sit in this statement. Negative judgment is our inner child or shadow wound showing up. We've been triggered, are feeling fear and have decided the other is less than worthy, making ourselves superior to them. And I'm not talking here about healthy judgments such as choosing organic food over processed or judging when it's safest to cross a busy road. I'm talking about judgment of another in the negative, be it spoken out loud or simply a thought in your head. Typically, there will be a fear associated with the judgment, one that has you feeling everything's okay, perhaps when it isn't. Here's some examples of judgment and what the shadow side negative could be. Look at that drunk person making a fool of themselves. The voice you are really saying to yourself is, at least I don't drink that much. It makes you feel better about your own consumption levels. Here's another one. 
They are so controlling and dominating. The hidden voice could be, I feel invisible, I feel like I don't matter and this isn't fair. Here's another. Who do they think they are showing off like that? The hidden voice could be, they think they're better than me and that makes me feel less than. If we want to go deeper with judgment in both the positive and negative, we can use this to get to know ourselves really well. A fun exercise in the positive is choose someone you really admire. It could be someone you know, or it could be perhaps somebody in the public arena. Then state the three qualities that you most admire about them. These three qualities are the same qualities that are also in you. However, it's a sign that you're wanting to show up and experience more of this in your life. So look for ways you can do that. An example is you may like someone who's bold, caring and funny. How can you be bolder in life? Can you commit to demonstrating your caring nature to others more? And is it time for you to be sharing some of your great sense of humour amongst those you engage with? Now let's do this in the negative. Choose someone that this time that you really dislike and list the three qualities why. These same three qualities are within you and likely have yet to be owned, accepted, loved and healed. An example could be someone who's arrogant, opinionated and judgmental. So now look at how these qualities play out in your life. How can you learn to love this side of you? Can you own that you too can be arrogant, opinionated and judgmental? Because we can be and are all things. Every negative part of us has a positive to it. There are times potentially that being arrogant, opinionated and judgmental can be beneficial. So while owning your own stuff here, to know that you may have the potential when triggered to go into these behaviours in a negative way, causing damage and divide to relationships, well, it's powerful to own this because self-awareness is a big part of self-love. Both assumptions and judgment, whether it is from the positive or the negative, is not necessarily the truth. It is only your perception. Unless you ask, clarify and take responsibility for, you will often be inaccurate. The positive is holding a mirror up to you for your wonderful qualities to be seen. And the negative ones are too holding a mirror up for you to accept, heal, grow and love, allowing more of the love frequency into your vibration. The more we can own our own stuff in the negative, the greater we will experience the deep connections and unity we all desire. And a shout out PS here for all those of you who've been labelled as overthinkers and overtalkers or overfeelers. Maybe this isn't the negative way of being it has been perceived in the past. Just maybe you have another superpower, one of not making inaccurate assumptions or judgments. But just remember though, Step up and ask, because if you don't ask, you will never really know the truth. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and I hope you have a beautiful day. Thank you for listening.
You have been listening to Own Your Own Stuff with host Jane Donovan. To connect with Jane, head to janedonovan.com.au.